0: You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Are we ready? What are we doing here? What do you mean, what are we doing here? Well, we've got some bottles in front of me, and I'll be perfectly honest, these are some of my favorite podcasts.
1: These are, this is a wine tasting podcast, and um, I don't don't know what possessed me to do it. It's not like we're having dinner, uh, which would have been a great time to pull these out. Uh, it's not like it's uh, your birthday, or mine, or anybody else we knows. 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 Uh, it's just, uh, it's uh, it's tasting old wines day.
0: Hooray! But we actually have a theme to this.
1: There is a theme. I'm Michael Pincus from michaelpincuswinereview.com, and with me as always...
0: Andre Pru from andrewinereview.ca.
1: And today is 2002 Chateau de Charme Single Vineyard Day. Ooh! So uh, as as uh, we do, uh, and we have in the past, uh, we raid a, a wine cellar, usually mine.
0: Well yeah you've got <laughs> you've got the goods, I'm still building mine. and um, uh, I've got these single vineyard sharms from 2002,
1: uh, a, a St David's bench, uh, Cabernet Franc, and then uh, th- uh, my my treasured pair of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from the Paul Bosque Estate and the St. David's Bench Vineyard. And I'll be honest with you, when I originally got these two wines, um, I was at the Shadow de Charm tasting bar and I had tried them side by side and it was amazing that that strip of road, what the difference that strip of road made. The okay. St. David's Bench Vineyard is where the winery sits, for those of you who know where Shadow de Charm is, and that's the property that the winery sits on. Yes. And just across the road is the Paul Boss Vineyard. And it was amazing how different those two wines were, tasting them side by side. So we'll find out if, with 15 years of age on them, if there is still
0: difference. Well, I have many questions before we even get to that. I think my... I, I've got to say it because I'm a sucker for a label. It's really interesting because I know when Chateau de Charm. Changed their labels at the time, which would have been, I guess, around two thousand eight and nine, from these labels. Maybe a little bit earlier. I know it was in around there because when I moved to Ontario, I think some of these labels were still kicking around. But these old labels almost look retro and vintage. And if there was a special bottling that ever came out, I think I would love to see these make a comeback.
1: I know you've said that before. These are very they're very simple labels. I don't. Uh, I, I know you. I think you like simplicity. Um, uh there there's just really nothing that's you know, really screams wonderfulness about these labels. They are very it's very Shadow Charm two thousand two Saint David's bench, Cabernet Front, VQA St. David's bench, and that's it. Like there's nothing else on that label.
0: They're shiny though. And I mean I I'll be honest, like having that gold that gold touch to it makes them look a little bit. Richer, right? Maybe I should and shine I mean, a flashlight I mean, on this. And you well, can and I, but I mean, I mean, I mean there's God, others, there's goodness. other stuff about this particular package, and we'll get into tasting the wine right after I'm done this this, this point here. But I mean, the glass, the bottles are are thick glass. It's a, oh, little yeah, bit of a very heavy bottle. Heavy, yeah, and they're the, doorstop bottles, and the, and the paper grade on the on the sticker, like it's it's a very nice. It's a little bit thicker uh, grade to the sticker. I mean, when you touch the sticker, like it, it's it's embossed. Yeah, I don't think
1: I don't think it's thing. going anywhere. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. So all right, so
0: I thought we'd start with the cab front. Excellent. because it's not the
1: one that that uh, has a has a buddy albeit's buddy <laughs> we're about to find out so uh, we did open them uh for a little bit they don't uh-oh, have a lot uh-oh. of air to them but I mean they uh-oh. do have a little bit of I uh, we uh
0: I think I got some bad news for you Michael uh, ooh. oh <laughs> I yeah,
1: and Henry has spoken up yeah,
0: even Henry knows. yeah Henry Henry knows this one's a little corked
1: I'm not willing to give up on it quite yet.
0: Okay, we've got we've got Anya around. Anya, can will you come give us an opinion on this? I'm, gonna, I'm still going to taste it
1: just because I need to taste it. I think it's just I think it's just old. I think it's just old, and unless it's got on the palate, if it's on the palate, then it's definitely gone. It's corked.
0: It's, like cork. it's corked. I'm sorry. We can come back to it, but it's just going to be worse. I don't know.
1: I'm not 100% 100 convinced. It smells like cork. (laughs) I'm hoping it's not. Alright, looks like we're going to be swapping out some glassware here.
0: Well, yeah, because I don't want to taste cork in the uh, other ones that you've got with the hopes that they're not. Alright, so So let's... uh,
1: Let's move on. So we'll do the uh, St. David's. So the opinion is that the, uh, the Cab Franc St. David's Bench is corked.
0: Womp, womp. See, I'm not
1: getting that on the palate. Anyway, I'll come back to it. St. David's Bench Cabernet Sauvignon, 2002. You
0: sure you said that your palate was shot earlier? Could be true, too. <laughs> I was at a tasting earlier in the day. If you're gonna, if you're gonna interject from the peanut gallery, you gotta speak up. What Anya had just pointed out was that Michael came from a fairly large tasting earlier today,
1: and I have been saying that my palate is a little bit, uh, a little bit fatigued, but uh, I'm, I'm pushing on. Now this cab stove is um, not. Traditional cab stove, obviously, but we're looking at 15 years old, single vineyard, Ontario, hot vintage, 2002.
0: Yeah, the nose has, like, it does have a bit of a cocoa note to it. It's a little bit, like, like leather. Well, they're earthy, earthy it's very cocoa. earthy. Hmm. It's, it's not, like... It's Not fresh fruit. There's no fresh
1: fruit in here. The fruit's gone. Oh no, there's no fruit. <laughs> but you know, a little
0: cedar. Either way, if, we, we are on. We are firmly into tertiary. Yeah. Aromas. I, know, I
1: don't know if people keep uh, Ontario wines this long. Am yeah. I like? I, I, I guess I want to know. Am I? in, you know? I know a few people. Connor Edgebeck, I know he holds on to stuff from Ontario. But uh, I don't know a lot of a lot of people who. This tastes good. Hold on to, to Ontario wines this long.
0: So there is like a whisper of fruit, but it's more dried. It's buried under a very similar profile to what we found on the nose. Um, it finishes really smooth. Like the tannin's completely, completely broken down on this. It's very silky on the finish. Supple, a little bit of leather. Yeah. I'm liking that, a little dried dark fruit. This is, uh, this is very pretty. I mean, if this were in my cellar, I certainly wouldn't hold this any longer. Like mm. it's definitely, definitely over the, over the hump. But for 15 years, I mean, this is very enjoyable. I kind of nope. wish we had a piece of meat in front of us right now. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. you
1: got me, but that's another story. <laughs> oh, you, your mother still thinks you're funny, doesn't she? Your mother thinks I'm funny. Looking. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's a very enjoyable wine at, fif- at 15 years. I I can't say I,
0: I, I. Yeah, it's time to open it if you've got it. I would not. You know what the best part about this is like, so the first sip it hits you with all the um, it hits you with all that earthiness and the and the smokiness. Even that is sort of muted under just like that really power earthiness and, and dark flavors. The second one brings a little bit more of the dried fruits like dried cranberry, uh, dried. Uh, Saskatoon berry? No, not Saskatoon berry. There's nothing blue in this. It's it's leaning red, very red. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that too.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd be,
0: I would drink that. I wouldn't wait too long.
1: Anybody's gotten don't uh, don't wait. So, just across the road is the Paul Boss video. Same grape, and if I'm not mistaken, they did everything the exact same to it. They did not, uh, you know, same barrel time know if it says on the back how long it was in barrel but
0: uh nope, no nose is very similar it says
1: whole develops uh, in the bottle for five ten years so we're five years past the date that they it to uh, to age and i think the uh the saint david's is probably in the
0: same yeah five to ten years what would these bottles have cost in 2002 that's a good question less than I, less than 20 easily no,
1: I think they were they were twenty twenty four dollars. Like this is this at the time. Uh, aside from Aculeus, is the um, this is the top range. This is. I also like that you vineyard.
0: say you say that this was a hot vintage, but the alcohol on both of these, the um, the Paul Bosque is thirteen percent and. The St. David's Bench is 12.5%. Yeah. Where right now, I don't think it'd be unusual to see these push a little bit higher in a year like 7, 10, or 12.
1: I don't think we're going to get much higher. 13.5 is probably, uh, or 13, sorry, is where we're we're sitting. I don't think we, we see much more than 13.5 in Ontario, even in a hot year. See, this one's a little more of that smoky, earthy than the other one. It's, it's, a, little, not...
0: it's a little bit more opened up, and there's there's a little bit of fruit on the nose.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I I find this one to be, um, I, th- I think this one's a little more, I'm looking for the word on it. There definitely is a little more fruit, um, but it's definitely a little more on the smoky side, a little more on the cedary
0: side. But I think it's just that, that fruit under it. Like this one, you want to talk about Saskatoon berry, maybe some of that in here. But it's a little bit of like it's it's blueberry, but it's still dried. Like the fruit is dried and closed, you know, closed and closed off. It's buried under like there's almost like a slight mushroomy note to it. You
1: know, I think the earthiness stands out a little more. So yeah, that'll be your mushroomy.
0: But I mean, And there's a spicy
1: note to this one too. Something yeah, something a little different than uh, whereas the the uh, Saint David's was a uh, you know that supple smoothness. This one's a little more on
0: the aggressive side. Yep. I would also drink this one now, rather than holding on to it. No,
1: I don't think either one of these two wines is is uh, hold on, but I think it really shows the, the difference between the two vineyards, even at this stage, where you would think maybe they would start showing more similarities. Old Cab from Ontario. And they would just start... You know, maybe they started out really diverse, and then they would meet somewhere in the middle. As they aged, they would just kind of meet at an apex and go, "That's all we have to offer." But I think it still shows a difference between the two wines, uh, even at fifteen years.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you; I zoned out there in the middle of what you were just saying. I'm sure it was really important, <laughs> but I was doing. just really ruminating on. Um, like I'm I'm just trying to focus on kind of the more. Sweeter, lean. Like it, these, these wines are bone dry, but I mean, there's just like like it's certainly a little bit more sweet feeling about the. I think the um.
1: I think the uh, Paul Bosk has a little more herbal notes to it
0: that uh, can can range to cinnamon and vanilla. You've lost mm-hmm. me again. Have Oh Mm-mm. no. Okay. Good. Mm-mm. The moment you said cinnamon, my like I said, it was picking up some of these spices and. Yeah, this one's very blue on the finish. This is really good wine. This is really well made.
1: Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very happy with uh, with the cabs, soaps obviously. Yes. You know, and uh, I'm just looking at the color. We got some bricking there, but I mean, it's not uh, not totally faded or anything like that. It's, no.
0: It's almost a pretty ready brown.
1: I think I'm very happy with that. All right, I'm going back to the front. Just yeah, let's 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 do the double check just for the sake of it. What is that? Uh, what is it? The uh, Fool me once, shame on you. No, no, the uh Fool Me Twice. Something double check? Who does the double check? Who's that what's that? insurance company. Anybody? Oh no. (laughs) Dude, it's even worse now. Oh, there it is. (laughs) I was I was so hopeful on that. I know, me too. Oh. Yeah, it's totally gone. Proving that uh cork taint does get worse with uh, with air.
0: Oh, i was I'm so, so
1: sad. Put it this way, you know, when you when you I guess when you spend that kind of money. Yep. You always hope even, you know, you didn't spend it, you didn't spend it.
0: No, but we've got our own bottles that yeah. in 5 years, 10 years that we have the intention of holding on to them because we want to see what they're going to taste like, but it is a a risk that
1: it's we take. The, it's the biggest risk you take when you hold on to a bottle, so I held on to this bottle so Let's say it was in oak for a year, blah, blah, blah. I would have got it in 2004, maybe 2005. That's when I would have picked that up. So I've held on to it for 12 years. I've babied it. I've cared for it. And it was pretty much rotten the moment I bought it.
0: Yeah. Okay, there's, there's nothing you can do about it. And that's now, that being said, the Cabernet Sauvignon, and uh, I think we can give a bit of a shout-out to Chateau de Charme in general because I don't think any of the equivalent of these that exist now are over $30. I could be wrong. They're certainly all under forty dollars, and these would be great things to pick up from 2012, which should still be around. Could be, yeah. Or from 2016, which are yet to be released. And 15, I would say, would, would pr- yeah. pretty much be a good vintage too for this. If you want to hold on to them for 15 years, would be interesting to see maybe if this podcast is still going on in 15 years, we can do it with some equivalents.
1: That would be that would be good. I'm uh, I'm gonna go back to uh, you know. I wonder what happens if we blended them together. No? We'll do that off the air. Yeah, oh, I think right. so.
0: I wonder, I'm sure, there's, uh, I'm sure there's someone from Chateau de Charm listening to this that just said, No!
1: So this would have been Paul Boss Sr. who made these.
0: Yes, would have been.
1: And it's, uh, my hat's off to him because these, they're just, they're, this is just old world winemaking uh, at its best.
0: So, while you're at it, if you've listened to this podcast, why don't you go to SoundCloud, check out the Legacy series, and listen to Michael and I speak with Paul Boss Sr. about what he was doing. That's a good point. Alright, you want to tell them what they can do? You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, leave a review, leave a comment, email questions, phone Michael with any angry questions, concerns, or comments, uh, and check my stuff out at andrewinereview.ca
1: You can find me at michaelpincuswinereview.com And uh, I'm going to pour another glass of something, as I say Good good night. night!